Welcome to the Get Healthier Podcast with Rena Jadhav, who's on a quest to uncover breakthroughs and cures in living longer, healthier, and happier. Genetic testing, stem cells, rattling, talking to Silicon Valley geniuses and the best doctors in the world about the hottest products and programs to make you live an amazingly joyful life. Are you ready? Now, here's your host, Rena. I am so excited and so honored to have Kelly Noonan Gores today as our guest. Kelly is the writer, director, and producer of Heal, a documentary feature about the mind-body connection and our body's innate ability to heal. A Los Angeles native, she grew up in front of the camera, acting on and off from the age of seven. Our child star here today. She's appeared in over 50 TV commercials, a lot of different films, TV shows. You probably saw her in Bones or CSI New York. And in 2012, she started Elevative Entertainment with the intentions to create conscious media that informs, inspires, and empowers. Kelly is a seeker, a meditator, and enjoys traveling, sports, reading, and writing. Kelly, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Now, your Heal documentary, which I had the honor and privilege of watching in the theater, I was so excited, it not only taps into the brilliant minds of scientists, spiritual teachers, but I love that it actually followed three individual patients on their journey to healing. And it made the movie very personal, uh, very relatable for someone like myself who had two health crises. I had colon cancer at 35 and then a much worse health crisis at 45. And it really did a great job of sharing how healing is very complex, it's very personal, and it's not as simple as taking pills. There is so much more involved. Share a little bit about why did you embark on this journey to begin with? So um, it's a great question. I, you know, like I said, I'm, I've always been a seeker. I've always been very curious about how things work, how the universe works. You know, um, I've always been fascinated by religion. And, you know, um, it, it occurred to me at a very young age that, you know, the basis, the universal principles at the, at the foundation of all religions, you know, were the same. They just had different cultural clothing on. So um, I, I just was attracted to get into that universal truth. Um, and I think, you know, uh, in my late 20s, I started, you know, I just started stumbling upon different teachers like Wayne Dyer and, oh, wow. okay. yeah. um, you know, I saw the movie The Secret and yeah. um, it just opened my eyes to the fact, you know, that we're not victims of life, that yes. we can, you know, Eckhart Tolle, like, Yes, we can um, choose to view life in a different way and respond rather than react and um, co-create rather than be a victim. So, um, you know, that led me, different books led me to different places. I started going to Agape uh, with Reverend Michael Beckwith in my late 20s, early 30s, um, and then read the book Biology of Belief by Bruce Lipton. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, we're not victims of our genes. Everybody needs to know this, you know, our lifestyle choices, our thoughts, our beliefs about life, um, our belief in what's possible uh, really dictates kind of our physical reality. So um, I don't know, it just became this passion of mine to, to empower people because I had been so empowered and my life, you know, was changing in such positive ways. And 
Um, and people would come to me and start asking me like, what, you know, how are you so seemingly healthy or how are you manifesting all these great things in your life, you know? And so, um, film is the medium I grew up in and I, you know, as I grew up in the entertainment industry. So I felt, uh, that I wanted to make a film that just kind of gave this again, universal lesson that we have this innate ability to heal and we have, um, kind of more power over our lives and our health and our circumstances than we kind of have been conditioned to believe. So um, it just, you know, one thing led to, to another. And, and also like I took, um, I think at one point in my, you know, I was running like seven mile, I was running marathons and, yeah. and, uh, but I didn't really, I wasn't really aware of diet. I mean, I know that I knew that, you know, in high school I ate so much fast food, but I was an athlete in three different sports. So it didn't really stick, you know, it wasn't, I, I, I burned it off quick enough that, you know, didn't leave any lasting damage. Thank God. Yeah. But, um, you know, in my twenties, as I became a little less active, like, you know, I started, I just, you know, I'm eating frozen yogurt and drinking yeah. cheap red wine, you know, and yeah. like all of these things kind of made me a little acidic. I was eating, I had a busy life. So I'd come home and eat cereal for dinner. That's I wasn't right. aware you know, of the physical effects. So I, I started to, my, I went to a doctor, I went to a gastroenterologist and then a, a general practitioner. And he handed me like Prilosec for oh my, my God. reflex. I was 28 years old. I'm like, Ooh. this is like an old people pill, right? Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I just wasn't aware until I took this, uh, I enrolled in the Institute of Integrative Nutrition for a year program. And then wow. I, I, I learned so much that was, again, so empowering. And I consider myself an intelligent person. I went to Berkeley and UCLA, and, but I just didn't know. And until you know, until you're aware of, you know. So, so you know, that, that was kind of how I viewed the whole health and wellness thing. So many more people were getting sick. Cancer was becoming so common, which was just mind-blowing to me. And so I was like, you know, people just aren't aware. We, yes. You know, the system makes us victims. Yes. And, you know, we feel like we're victims of our genes or whatever. And, and a pill is the only way that's going to fix our genes or our chemistry. So, again, it just it inspired me. I want to make this film to empower people to take control of their health back. I love it. So your movie does a brilliant job of sharing the truth about health. And so in your case, um, as you made this movie, what were some of the key insights that you learned, even though you, you clearly are so well read and such an old soul for, you know, for someone who started in the entertainment industry at seven, um, such an old soul. Were there some key insights that you said, wow, I didn't know this? Um, you know, a lot of the teachers that I put in the film, I had been studying for a while. So their message was kind of ingrained, but you know, there were a couple, you know, of ahas, but one of the biggest ones is, um, you know, these subconscious beliefs, the subconscious programming that we kind of take on from the ages of zero to seven. Yeah. We're just even in, in utero, you know, so we're just soaking up vibrationally and, you know, we're soaking up kind of the energetic patterns and the belief systems of those we're surrounded by. And without, you know, but they're downloaded programs. So they're subconscious, you know, it's just like, it's the hardwire that 
the hardware that the computer is running on. Yes. So, you know, unbeknownst to us, our whole life, we are reacting to life and responding to life based on these programs that we're not even aware of are kind of running our emotional show, you know? And so to really, and you know, and then you've come to realize that those programs are not yours. They're downloaded from other people. So the goal is to then become aware, you know, start to observe where you're getting triggered, what beliefs you may have, whether it's, I'm not good enough, um, I don't deserve this, um, that's impossible to dream that big, it's never going to happen, whatever these beliefs that you adopted from other people, um, become aware of them, because a lot of them are negative and disempowering and limiting, uh, become aware of them and then really ask yourself, you know, what do you want to believe is, you know, what's the empowering version of that belief and, and start to reprogram yourself and take control of your, your belief system. So, you know, I think to me to heal on that subconscious level, to heal the programming at the level of belief. I mean, belief is truly everything, you know, it's what you believe about life. It's what you believe is possible. Um, that what you believe about the condition that you have, that is going to determine kind of your reality. Very true. What did you learn about how can you change beliefs easily? Because you know, changing belief is near to impossible. Right. <laughs> Any kind of a belief. It's just near to impossible. I know because I've tried it. Um, and again, a great example, when I was really sick, one of my symptoms was I was high about everywhere. And so when people would say, well, change your belief, you know, see no highs. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm looking in the mirror. I am looking at them. How do you expect me to not see them? So what did you learn from these amazing um, folks that have surrounded you, these enlightened beings? What What is one way that actually works in changing your beliefs? And have you been able to do that in your own case? To me, that, um, you know, the, the, the best way is to find, you know, the, the basic belief is a belief about life, your spiritual belief. I mean, this is where you're healing spiritually. So, mm. um, you know, whether it's finding a, a spiritual home that, you know, or a spiritual teacher that can help you get to the belief where you really believe, whether you call it the universe, whether you call it God, if you can get to the, a spiritual faith that the universe is for you and never against you. It always has your back and it's always pushing you on a trajectory for your highest good and your greatest growth. Um, if you can have that core belief, you know, then, then it's easier to believe like, okay, I am worth it. You know, the universe wants me to blossom. It, you know, within every um, desire, within every dream is the seed and the ability to manifest that dream or desire. So when you get to those spiritual beliefs, you know, or, you know, that God is loving, it's not judgmental, you know, punishing uh, God. If you can get to the, where, where our source is pure love and, you know, so that is going to help you be less judgmental towards yourself and towards others. It's going to help you realize like, okay, this see things in life, you know, this is a challenge coming my way. Okay. Rather than go, oh, woe is me. This is a really terrible situation. And oh, I wish life was a different way. You can, you can have that emotion. It's human, right? 
but then sit back, take a breath and go, okay, I have to trust in a loving God or a supportive universe and surrender and go, okay, this is, this is something good will come of this. Or, you know, maybe this, you know, where one door shuts, another door opens. Maybe this isn't, maybe there's a, a better relationship out there for me to get, you know, so um, it's, it's a spiritual question. You know, once you, once you get that core belief down, the others are more easily changed. That's very profound. It really does start with your core spiritual belief, doesn't it? When what's been your experience with meditation since you are a meditator? I, I believe meditation and mindfulness and teaching uh, kids at a young age mindfulness and meditation and how to shut off the stimulus of the outside world and the judgment and this, this, the illusion of separation from everybody else and turn inward. You know, as we practice that and as we quiet the mind, we turn inward and we breathe. I mean, that deepens our spiritual connection without, you know, ways to articulate it, you know? So um, I, I believe m teaching kids mindfulness and meditation at a very young age will kind of set the tone without you know, us really having to explain, like it kind of handles itself, if that makes sense. It does. Because it lowers their stress. It's going to lower their reactiveness to life. It's going to, you know, dissipate triggers. It's going to, you know, create space so they can kind of become aware more quickly of, you know, beliefs that aren't serving them perhaps, or um, it's going to make them react and see people in a more compassionate way uh, because they have the space to process life. You know, when we're overwhelmed and inundated with so much information and I can't even imagine the pressures that kids are under with social media oh, these it's days. Awful. It's awful. I mean, I, I, I know how fragile I was as an adolescent and you know, I was fairly like, from the outside, you'd think I was very confident and popular or whatever, but inside, you know, hormonally and just That's right. you're, you're feeling your way, you know, into this new kind of transforming body and, and all this stuff. So um, to, to give people that, that tool to process life and the space to process life, you know, it's, that's where we can transform generations, you know? And I think meditation is kind of like a way to start, a way to yeah. teach rather than teaching them, you know, verbally by the concept. It's like that practice sets the tone for an entire new generation. How often do you meditate? Um, I meditate every day, and if for some reason it's a crazy day, uh, like I've had in the past couple of days, um, you know, I may skip it, but I'm, I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm just aware, like, oh, okay, you know, I should have taken five minutes, and even if it's five minutes, but, you know, once it's a little less chaotic, uh, which is, you know, normally it's it's busy, but it's not chaotic. It's been a little chaotic. Um, I'll, I'll do it for sure once a day, if not twice a day. Oh, I learned, I, yeah, I learned transcendental meditation, which oh, okay. is twice a day, 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon. Yes. But I do so many different kinds of meditation now that it's just like whatever feels right in the moment, whatever I can handle, the time, doesn't really matter. I just know I need to calm the mind, calm my breath, and it's like hitting the reset button. I love it too. I love it too. Let's talk about the movie. So it was a long journey for you, as I understand. Uh, what about two years? Yep. Two years from the, you know, the day we started filming to the day we released on iTunes. It really is a huge accomplishment. Is this your first documentary? 
It is my first documentary. It's the oh, first film I've directed, yeah. That's a huge accomplishment. Brilliantly directed, by the way. Um, extremely well done. So let's talk about the characters in the movie. Let's talk about the experts first. Okay. So you had amazing folks like Deepak Chopra. Um, share with those of our audience who have not seen the movie, um, some of the great people that are in the movie, and what stood out for you in terms of what they shared? Yeah. Um, so, so Deepak Chopra, as you mentioned, Dr. Bruce Lipton, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Greg Braden, Marianne Williamson, um, so many wonderful people, Joan Borisenko. Um, you know, I had a, a blend of kind of spiritual teachers and scientists because I want, you know, I, I like the, you know, I like the balance and I wanted to appeal to the widest audience, you know, so, you know, if it's too woo woo, yeah. the science based, yeah, they're going to reject exactly. it right away. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it was just, it was such an honor and it was so fascinating. Oh, the medical medium, Anthony William. Oh, I loved him. Love him. Uh, Dr. Kelly Turner, Dr. Kelly Brogan, really amazing, uh, women. And, um, so yeah, just to sit and talk and just like pick their brains, uh, and, and, it was, it was fascinating. A lot of them have been speaking and teaching for 20, 30 years. So they're just, they're, they're just living the message. You know, they just, you know, so it's, I found that all of them really, they, they're so passionate about what they do that they don't, you know, they don't need to stress or prepare. They just show up and they're just so present and they're like, let's talk. You know? <laughs> so it was, it was really a beautiful, easy process. No retakes. No, yeah, no. Everybody just has their, their message is so clear to them. They've been teaching for so long that it just kind of really flowed. It was, it was very cool. If there's one of them that you'd want to pick and share their message, who would that be? And what would that message be? Oh, Lord, one of them. They're all so good. Are, but yeah. is there one that you felt like more people need to hear this message? I mean, let me think. I love... I mean, specifically for cancer, I feel like everybody needs to read uh, Kelly Turner's book, Radical Remission. Yes. Based in research, you know, one of everybody's favorite moments in the film is she, the nine essentials that she found for, yes. so she studied, you know, over a thousand cases, 1500 cases of people with late stage, yes. stage four cancer, people that were sent home to basically die because their doctor said, there's nothing else we can do. She studied and all of them spontaneously healed. They all went into remission after they had been sent home to die. So she studied what they did. She found 70 different things, 75 different things that they, did, they tried or they did to, to lead to their spontaneous remission. Mm -hmm. But the fascinating thing is she found nine things that every single one of them did, all 1,500. So to me, it's crucial for everybody to read her book and, and read her research because it's inspiring. It gives people hope. Like even Absolutely. when you're sent home to die, there is always hope and do these nine things, you know, but I think personally, I think it applies to any condition. I think it applies to how to heal the human body, you know? So I love Kelly Turner's message. Um, you know, I think Dr. Joe Dispenza, he, he goes around the world He's leading, you know, these meditation retreats. He's, he's measuring people's heart and brain waves, you know, during um, meditation. So he's, he's got the science, but he's also 
he's bringing these people through these deep meditations and having them visual, combining it with visualization mm -hmm. of, of their end results. So again, like when you had hives, um, you know, just believe that you don't have hives. Well, no, he takes you through a process where you quiet the mind, you get centered, you bring your heart and, and, and brain into coherence, and then you start to visualize what it would be like to be healthy, whether it's, you know, running on the beach or, you know, eating with your girlfriends or laughing or, you know, whatever it is, the opposite of what you're feeling in that moment if you're ill, um, and feeling those feelings and to, to set the tone with meditation and then to use your imagination in such a powerfully creative way. I think, I just love, you know, he, he talks about miraculous kind of transformations that happen at his retreats because of this process. And that's, that's something tangible. That's something, that's a healing process you can walk people through. And so I love that. I mean, if I, if I had something going on, I would definitely go to his one, one of his retreats, you know? Absolutely. It's so interesting you shared about Kelly Turner because in the movie, that was the one time that I pulled out my phone, took a picture and instantly shared it on the WhatsApp group for my heel circle. Yes. Because that was the one moment when she pulls the chart up and then she highlights like these are the ones and yes. you look at the seven of the nine are all emotional. Mm -hmm. And I sort of, I had chills because to me, the way I healed, it took 15 months, but the way I healed again was at some point I tipped because I changed those beliefs. And so mm -hmm. it was validation that I wasn't thinking I'd gone crazy or nuts, that it really does work, that there are dots that get connected somehow. But you are so right. I think anyone who's struggling with anything in health must watch your documentary and then must pick up Kelly Turner's book yeah. because it's- yeah, those nine essentials, as you said, it gave you chills. That is such a profound moment. And that is, I feel like those nine essentials are the metaphor to what the film is about. Out of those nine things that every single person did to spontaneously heal when they were told there was no hope, only two of them were physical, yeah. which is changing your, radically changing your diet and using herbs and supplements. And the other seven are mental, emotional, and spiritual. And unfortunately, our medical system is, you know, nine things are physical and one thing is mental. And that is why we have a sick care system instead of a health, a wellness system. So we need to really give scientific cred to the fact that seven out of nine, yes. you have to heal on the mental, emotional, and spiritual level, as well as the physical. In fact, the physical is maybe the least part of it. That, that's exactly it. What kind of response have you heard from doctors or the medical system, if any? Yeah, I mean, you know, I had a screening two nights ago at a friend's house and um, there was a plastic surgeon there. There was all women and there was, um, you know, a fertility doctor. There was a lot of MDs there. And, you know, they were just like, they were so open to it, you know, because Doctors are trained in such a high pressure environment. And this is, you know, that's why I love Kelly Brogan in the film. She's a psychiatrist. She was like a high stress coffee and sugar pumping psychiatrist that would just dole out medication, uh, antidepressants um, to all her patients for many years. And even when they were like, you know, pregnant women, she had a pause and she was like, oh, I don't know if I'd want to take this medication if I was pregnant, but here you go, you're depressed. <laughs> yada 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 she started she shares a story but then she 
got pregnant. Uh, and she was like, oh, then she started having a little bit of a conscious, but she still gave the prescription out because that's what she was taught. Yeah. And she says in the movie, she's like, I was never taught in medical school that nutrition has anything to do yeah. with health. Um, and then after she had the baby, she postpartum, she got diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is very common these days, especially among yeah. women. And she woke up and she's like, wait a second. I'm not going to take a pill for the rest of my life. This is, this is, so she started because of her own wake up call. She started digging into the literature and just like house of cards fell away. And she was just like, holy, I've been sold a bag of goods. So medical schools are teaching us, you know, they're not teaching us. We, we need to switch the curric curriculum to account for nutrition, lifestyle, yeah. emotions, beliefs. Um, and, and eventually, you know, I hope, my film does that, you know, for the, the doctors that are already uh, out there just to kind of give them pause and go, oh, the way I relate to my patients actually affects their results, yes. you know? So, um, yeah, so medical institute, unfortunately, you know, a lot of medical uh, institutions are now being kind of funded by pharmaceutical. Correct. Um, so that's a problem. And, you know, so again, just uh, my intention with the film is just to empower the individual. The more people that take control of their health back, start asking the doctors the tough questions, start seeking out more, uh, you know, functional integrative doctors, then, you know, the demand will kind of dictate the supply and hopefully everything will change. Um, so that's, you know, we can only all do our little part. Yeah. Let's talk about the patients in the film. How did you pick them? Um, so <laughs> I was pretty ambitious when I set out, I wanted to do, I wanted to follow someone with cancer. I wanted to follow a child, most likely with autism, because again, that's running rampant mm -hmm. these days. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted to do a mental health issue like PTSD or, you know, PTSD, anxiety, depression kind of thing. Um, so I kind of had it in my mind. I wanted to find a veteran that yeah. was healing with alternative, you know, hypnotherapy, meditation, all of that. Um, but I had a small timeline, you know, because we had a very small budget right. and, you know, I just had to fit it. You know, I had to, I could only work on this project for so long, you know? Um, so <clears throat> because of other things. So, um, the first, so, you know, again, once you align with your purpose and you, it's, it's amazing how like the flow happens and there, there just became this energy behind the film. So within like, a month of setting that intention of like, okay, I got to follow these people and I got to find them and follow them. And within a year, we got to be done filming, you know, just <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Um, we synced up to a woman through a mutual friend uh, who was in the film, Deanne, and she had filmed a few years, uh, a year prior, um, her working with a woman with stage four cancer. Oh, wow. And so she had already documented what I was planning to document. Okay. So we just kind of like folded her footage into our project. Oh wow. Um, and she was thrilled because she didn't really know what to do with it. Right. So um so you know that was kind of a fast track which is beautiful. Then we found um a there was a a boy I think the the mother contacted us somehow and she maybe because we were searching and just you know people talk um, and she wrote a book, Healing Without Hurting, and she was helping her son through 
you know, the autism spectrum mm-hmm. um, with, with foods, you know, and minerals and, and, and with a naturopath with, with different things like brain balance. So again, they had diagnosed he was going to be on pills the rest of his life. And she said, no, you know, my son is going to have the best chance. So she started learning about heavy metal toxicity and, and all these other things. So antibiotics that she had taken after multiple surgeries, you know. Um, so, so I've, we filmed him and then I, you know, we were kind of struggling finding this veteran that I wanted to, to follow. And then, um, just happened, like you find out in the movie, I just happened to connect with this woman in my husband's office who had been struggling with this mystery illness. Right. Unbeknownst to everybody. That broke my heart. I know. Because I could relate to her. Because that, I mean, that was me, right? Hives, rashes, people could not. That was one of my 25 symptoms. But I, my really heart my went out to her, especially since she was the one person who didn't heal in the movie. I know. And, you know, we had to kind of, I didn't want it to be a Hollywood ending. I wanted to be no. real and, and show the real struggles. Because it's easy for me to say like, oh, you can heal from anything. And, and you know, the body is capable of healing. But when people are actually going through it and they have family dynamics and financial dynamics, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and subconscious belief dynamics, like mm-hmm. it's easier said than done. So mm-hmm. as you very well know. Um, so, you know, I just, it was again in that space where I just was trusting what came across my path. And then I just went with it if it felt right, you know, um, none of the veterans that we kind of connected with felt right. So that didn't land in the place. She landed in kind of our lap and we just went with it. And it was a beautiful kind of complicated story. It was, it was, she was, she was definitely one that stayed with me. Mm-hmm. And I actually like did a little prayer for her. Like, I hope it just, she figures out what her formula is. Cause I think that each one of us has our own formula for healing depending yes. on right where we're least um, lacking or most wanting or wherever that might be. Mm-hmm. Um, I call it the leaky spot, you know, wherever our leaky spot is, you got to figure out what that leaky spot is. And then you got to figure out the formula to fill it. Exactly. Um, so you can get your body back in balance. And so, uh, have you kept in touch with any of them? Yeah, all of them. Um, Elizabeth is doing great still, you know, she's wonderful. Yeah. She's still cancer free. Um, spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) If you haven't seen the film. Um, and then Eva is still on her healing journey, but she's, you know, she's trying so much. She, she actually took a medical leave from work. So she's really creating that space that healing is possible. And, um, so she, again, like you said, everyone's kind of journey is different, but she's for sure moving in the right direction and, and having, you know, many breakthroughs and, an awakening. So I'm excited for her. And like you said, just, I keep gently like sending her people, but at the same time, you don't want to overwhelm. It's, it's such a, there's so much information out there and there's so many different types of things. So I really encourage people just to really feel what resonates. You know, if someone's pushing some, you in some direction and you're like, Ugh, it just doesn't feel right. Like trust that your body, your body knows what it needs, you know? And that's what meditation does. I think it brings you really close to trusting yourself and to listening to yourself. And that, I, I agree. I think that's one of the core uh, steps that has to happen if you wanna truly heal fast, is start listening to your body first mm-hmm. before you listen to the 50 million points of view and perspectives um, outside of you, because your body knows, your body does know. What's next for Kelly? Next for me, um, I'm actually writing the Heal book, much like, oh, you know, lovely. just a lot of people like a tangible kind of 
yes. manual. And there is, the, the, the film is so dense with information as you, you've seen, yes. it was hard. I mean, so much was uh, left out of the film that was good, but again, it's just, you know, our, our challenge was to kind of weave together a, a lesson that was palatable for, for all types of people, whether it's a reminder for people like you and I that have been studying this for a while now, or, you know, someone that's brand new to this kind of way of thinking, I wanted it to be digestible, but it is a lot. So having a book, people can just go to that chapter and review over and over again, highlight whatever they need, you know, as they need it. So, and then I can fill in a little bit that was either left out of the film or a little more of my story. So that's in the next few months, working on that. Wonderful. And we're also um, in the middle of editing the full length interviews of the experts because we have 18 hours of interview footage. And as you, the only, you know, a few minutes of each expert got into the film because there's human interest stories and, and all that. So uh, Hay House is actually releasing the full length interviews wonderful. at an online summit this summer. So we're editing those right now. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Is there another documentary perhaps in the future? Perhaps. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure there will be, yeah. You want to repeat or you think it was one of those, it was on my bucket list, I wanted to make a documentary and now it's done. I love documentaries and I love, you know, right now I feel like we're still just kind of finishing the, the heel, you know, one or whatever. But um, yeah, now that, and again, it was such a learning process as I oh, went yeah. along. So I, I might need a few months of like, Oh, recovery, <laughs> mind expansion I went through, but, um, <laughs> but yes, I mean, it's, it's a passion of mine. I, I loved the process and, um, so I'm sure there'll be another one in the future. Oh, yeah. fantastic. That's wonderful to hear. You've been amazing, Kelly. Thank you so much. And any last words of, of advice or wisdom or insight for our listeners, uh, before we wrap up? I really believe in that, you know, law of vibration. It's like this, the frequency that we're putting out, the intention we're putting out into the world, uh, you're going to align with the right people. That So if, regardless of your economic level in this moment, you know, when you set that intention to get help, when you set that intention to heal, um, the right book will land hit you in the head, you know, uh, the right, you'll sit next to the right person on the subway um, that you know, will lead you to the right doctor or healer, you know, like, I just find that when, you know, when you believe that, when you set that intention, you will align and attract exactly what you need at your level of being able to afford it. Um, but also like, I haven't always had money, but I've been, since I've been doing this work, you know, I've been able to manifest more things and kind of the life and the abundance that I desired because, um, you know, my tool I actually, you know, people have their judgments about the secret, but I watched the secret and I really resonated with the gratitude journal. Mm. So I started, you know, gratitude, I feel like is, is the most powerful creative force on the planet. So, you know, love is very powerful and love is our source, but gratitude is like, that is the biggest attractor, you know? So, um, and it's the vibration. I think gratitude is powerful because of the vibration it creates in you. Exactly. It's like when you are grateful for what you have, God gives you more, you know, um, it's in the Bible. It's in, you know, so, um, you know, I would write and I, I do it. I do a combination now, but I write down, uh, you know, Bob Proctor talks about in the secret. You, you like, you write down, I am so happy and grateful now that I have, 
something that you want, you know, and I used to write down, you know, I love massages. I love, I go to a chiropractor, but at the time I couldn't afford to go as often as I wanted to. So I'd write down, I'm so happy and grateful now that I can get a massage twice a week and go to the chiropractor once a week, you know? Mm. Um, I probably should have been grateful for my back to be perfect so I didn't have to go to the chiropractor. <laughs> there you <yet>. So <laughs> anyways, um, and then, you know, same with relationships, same with the, the person you want to be with, you know, that you write down the qualities. Um, and you start to observe in your life, if there's something that, that you don't like going on in your life, you go, okay, well, what's pivot? What's the opposite of that? So then you start to write that down. I'm so happy and grateful now that I have, that I'm with a, a, a man who adores me and who enjoys camping and enjoys, you know, whatever, whatever it is that you enjoy. And I started doing that. And, um, and just, I, I saw the results in my life, you know, and, and now I feel so grateful for, you know, all the abundance and all the wonderful people in my life that I do kind of a combination. So of course I still have desires. Um, so I'll, I'll write things that I'm grateful for every day, just because again, it's, it raises your vibration yeah. and it's so good to not take things for granted, you know, mm. um, especially just my health, you know, like that's our, yes. that's our baseline of enjoyment yes. of life. So I write down all the things I'm grateful for. And then I mix in a little, you know, things, fantasies that I have or dreams that I have or things that I want to accomplish, I mix it in. And, yeah. and then I feel like I'm kind of like tricking the universe. Like maybe, <laughs> they don't know which one I have or I don't have, you know, it's fun. And it's, you know, again, just that baseline of just being grateful. It's such a powerful vibration to be in. And then you attract more and more. Oh, I love it. I love it. You are a living embodiment of everything that you talk about in the heel and the movie that you've made. Thank you, Kelly. You're awesome. And I'm really looking forward to reading the book. Thank you. Thank you. You are a living embodiment. You know, two tremendous diagnoses that you turned around and, and now you're spreading your message and, and helping other people's heal. heal. It's, it's wonderful. So thank, thank you. you. So thank you for having me. Thank you. That's a wrap. Share your love with a five-star review and get show notes at healthbootcamps.com. Connect with us on Health Bootcamps Facebook and Twitter. Also, don't forget to check out other great interviews and subscribe to the Get Healthier podcast today.